0: Welcome to Wisco Dice. Welcome
1: to Wisco Dice. I still do that better than you. Whatever. I'm drunk. I don't care. Well that's your own fault. Hey where are we at? I think you mean that's my own responsibility and thank you. I'm very much enjoying it. Yep. Where are we at? We are at. I don't know. Where are we? Blood in the Sun sun, 2012. Oh there's somebody else
0: talking. All right. Who in the world else we have sitting with us here?
2: Well we have me Robert Elmer who many of you know him as Swiss Dictator. Swiss so Dictator. Yeah, we
0: heard him on episode 13. And who else we got sitting here? We got Mike from Mike? Lost Weird Boys. All right. He's a real fan, you know. He's a fan, you know. Stealing that from another show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's shaking the dice right over there. I mean, he can yeah, come punch yeah, we're staring up. at that other. Yeah. With that.
1: I mean, you know. Johnny could beat any of us Slippery. Uh, I mean, let's something be Something eels. Pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a slippery eel, too. Okay, so. Yeah, he is. How? Let's go ahead and start with you, Mike. How? How's your day been?
3: Well, played three games. First game went rather well. I ended up drawing the Ringers around Warriors of Chaos. Ringers. So that's awesome. After hearing about the Dread Thirteenth podcast, went straight to Final Transportation on tra- Turn One and dropped his level four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then stupidity distracted this entire battle line, and then, well, chaos demons ensued. Nice. nice. Game two drew some Skaven. And that was not what I expected. And ended up against a bunch of slaves, against the great unclean one, which pretty much bogged them down for most of the game. (laughs) Same thing happened when they went and hit the Storm Vermin. Just the same thing again. Um. Um, That one ended up being 11-9, eked that one out. And then third game, played Mike Bloody Gerald. And that game was pretty dastardly. I ended up having just the great unclean one left on the table and eked away with a 9-11 minor loss but dropped his general, so 12-9 after bonus points. Wow, good. not bad,
0: not bad. That sounds like a pretty good day. Yeah. Oh. I, I would be happy with that result. In fact, I would be so happy with that result that I would think uh, that might have lined you up for a game tomorrow against a certain someone I might know. Yeah, sitting across the table from me now. That's not uh, me. He's in, an awful, handsome-looking guy, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> That's because we're on the radio.
2: you have a
4: body made for radio
0: in other words that would be me because i've had a pretty good run here blood in the sun i've been pretty excited about
1: it so why don't you brag about it then
0: oh i mean uh, i I lost my first game i had to play gerald and one lost 15-5 so he crushed me pretty good then i lined up against another warriors of chaos gent which i'll go into a little bit later that was a 20 knot, and then i got a 19-1 in my round three so we're doing pretty good Thus, the story about the how I got matched up against Mike. it be fun. We got to play a game at Wakpaka, so this will be kind of my chance for revenge.
3: Yeah, that was just a pickup game. That was just kind of playing around the end of the Saturday night. We were both kind of pooped.
0: Yeah, we pooped. Pooped, drunk, whatever. <laughs> it was Wakpaka. There, there, there might have been something else that happened to me earlier than that that night. I couldn't really be responsible or know what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not eating saltines the next morning, you're doing pretty good. But you did bring the hangover recovery
0: kit, didn't you? That'll be here tomorrow morning. Excellent. It's a giant bottle of ibuprofen.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Mr. Swiss, how did you do today?
2: Well, I'm, my record is currently 1-1-1. First game was against Andrew Sherman of That's, the Ohio Hammer. Sounds like you won. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, Andrew Sherman, I tied, but I got the, uh, the objective point. I probably should have been a little more aggressive. He was just deadly afraid of my army because he had four of these... uh, He was Tomb Kings and four Sphinxes running around. Game two, I also played against Tomb Kings, which I ended up winning. And then game three, to continue the undead theme of the day, I played Vampire Counts, which, you know those games where your dice decide, you know, I could even go mediocre, but I'm going to suck. And my opponent's dice is like, we could go average but we're going to be good. And it was one of those games against Eric Bemis. It was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed playing him, but it was a 20-odd.
0: As in you were on the wrong side of the yacht?
2: Yes. All right. But 1-1-1, I'm hoping. So far I'm pretty even, so I'm happy, since it's the first tournament outing for the Nurgles Pack, which people seem to be really liking. Actually.
0: I got to say, I took a look at it in person. It looked better than the pictures I saw on the web. So, thank you. Really well done. Thank that's you. Very nice. You, uh, go ahead and give us a little bit about what your list is? And obviously, that's maybe maybe uh, giving me a little preview. But since I told before. the entire that's internet so cool. what my list was. Years
1: ago.
6: <laughs> that was
3: on the rant, though, and I don't think I have that one on my R- RSS feed. So, Or the diary, rather. Yep, that was on the diary. So don't listen to that one, so I'm not quite sure, but I figure you got a pendant in there somewhere. So, pendants on the L4. Okay, that's a good spot for not it. Not the Dreadlord. Surprisingly. I've run in the standard block of 30 bloodletters, well, 29 with Harold, with the flaming, flaming sword and the armor and the extra reach banner. Then i got 30 daemonettes. Harold, pretty standard. Then I got 22 Horrors, so that makes them a nice level two. And then I've gotten the two Lore Masters in the unit. One is the Life, which is the BSB. The other is Metal, Oof. who can run around do what she does. And a pair of Solo Fiends, and then, of course, the Great Unclean One, who has so far
0: now taken probably about 30 wounds of the, of the day and not died. That's not bad, not bad at all. I did. I did get myself a grade and clean one in round three. Nice. For the pit.
7: Yeah, that's <laughs> a pretty
3: one. pretty good pit way to do it. turned one
0: and he forgot to reroll. Keep that in the it pocket. Reroll token. Yeah, he kept it in his pocket. And like turn three, he realized. Oh shoot! <laughs> I
3: I, I had one in my pocket when I got hit on with some other initiative. Oh, I got hit with the brass orbs and had it in my hand ready to go, but I passed it anyways.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't sound like it's too terrible. It's demons it's still rough, but it doesn't sound like that bad. I mean, i kind of re- re-private my uh, Conesy's Diary with my list. I've got a Dreadlord on Dark Pegasus with the sort of anti-heroes. No, he's one-up armor save. I don't remember what else I gave him. Well, Crown of Command. And then I've got a, the L4, Lore Laura Shadow, Lore Mind really. Yeah, and Mine, right, uh, It's been really effective. <laughs> and then dependence that. on her. In Nigger, of course. Yeah. You know, all the important items. That's
1: pretty standard, though. It's yeah. pretty yeah, standard. But I don't I have just... two Hydras, so it's not a bad I only finish. have one Hydra. No, that,
3: <laughs> only one Hydra. That's there's... probably a three on the comp already, right there. I mean, there's at <laughs> least filthy, four filthy. Dark
0: Elf lists with dual Hydras here today. Those are immediate ones. They're down there. I mean, but I got the 47 model block of Beerman, or, or AKA Power Dice, Banner of Murder, so armor piercing there. 26 repeater crossbows with standard muso. The spear elves actually have an assassin with them who's rune of cane and manbane, so and an additional hand weapon. It's really 5 to 8 attacks every, every time when he pops. It's kind of nice, especially on a turn you pop him with mind raiser. Awesome. It
1: sounds like everything is better in your list with mind raiser. Everything
0: in the Dark Hump list is better with Mindraiser. You know,
1: I think I remember you ranting about how Mindraiser wasn't really that important and you didn't really need to use it on an earlier episode. Honestly,
0: if I had if I had, had Withering in all of the games today, I would have thrown that instead of Mindraiser, except when I was locked up against Gerald's Cast Knights. Because then I just can't. You can't pop the armor. Yeah, I can get the wounds. I can't pop the armor. But against all the infantry, I've got the all. I've got it's armor piercing on them and my blackguard. I got the razor standard on the blackguard. So it's 19 blackguard. It's not that bad. I don't know what else. It's pretty much kind of the list. With a, I don't I mean, know. what's that's your list.
1: You have to help us with
0: that. So, Bob, what's in your list?er My
2: list. I have a level four. All anything that can take the Mark and Urgle, it has it. So level four sorcerer, who also has a spell familiar, so he knows five spells from the lore and so he gets pretty much full run of what he wants. Sure. And then he's got a couple other items for defense and a few other things, including the Infernal Puppet, which hasn't come into effect a whole lot, but it's been helpful. And I got a BSB, defensive items, and a magic weapon. Sorcerer Lord also has magic weapon. then a level one sorcerer, just so I can have a second blue bows which in my second game, the game against the Tomb Kings I won made the difference, killed the Hierophant. I have two blocks of Chaos Warriors, 28, 29, obviously different character numbers go in there. Halberds, shields for walking, save. One unit's frenzied. The other unit has plus one leadership for the Sorcerer Lord to go into, so I'm leadership nine. And I got three units of dogs. I have two Nurgle Chariots, Nurgle War Shrine, and a Hellcannon.
0: Most of the stuff's pretty standard in the cast list, except it's all nurgly. How yeah. well is that nurgly stuff really panned out?
2: Well, unfortunately, playing Tomb Kings who really don't care with their bows, it, that didn't matter a whole lot. But against all that weapon skill three between all three armies, making them go down to fives has helped out tremendously.
0: People stay around and live for a little longer? Yes. Uh, that's pretty good.
2: So what really only hurt me in game three was just some really bad positioning that I had no real option with the go where it could be good that led my one warrior block just to flee right off the table with no real hope of my dice even rolling mediocre it was pretty much set.
0: Yeah I mean I mean Nurgle I've played a Nurgle Warriors army I've played it personally and I think my biggest the only thing that I really truly ever disliked about it was having the you know, leader eight, leader nine occasionally. You struggle with leader so I went with in that, that plus army.
2: Plus one leadership banner. But I honestly, the, the one thing I love about that army is the lore of magic. I find it so useful. Granted, the level six spell is meh, but when you face, and I rolled so damn poorly against the undead, when you have three random units of spirit host, a couple unit of dire wolves, and a unit of. Uh, What are the hex wraiths running around? When you got that, you know, every enemy unit within 18 inches suddenly is taking D6 strength D6, that has some serious threat potential against them because it can destroy all their chaff in one go.
0: Well, you just got to remember to uh, roll with the Wisco dice because it's Wisco dice for the win.
1: That's a nice awkward segue. Thanks for that. You know,
0: well, you know, we're good. I'm good with that. I do the... (laughs) I definitely have the Segway thing down.
1: Well, the green and gold works with
4: my
2: army since I got the Nurgles pack, and I'm using the little cheese tokens for my wound markers. I'm just...
1: I I'm might going. say you're a cheesy git. Yes. Yeah, pretty much.
2: But people do like Watch it. Feet. Cool.
0: I'd say, what, what has been your key to success? I think my magic... Or failure. Is,
2: <laughs> I think my magic's been one of my greatest strengths, especially with Boobos being able to threaten characters or monsters. Also, I'd say Curse of the Leper. Other spell I did a lot was Cloying Quagmire when I see those snake riders. Oh, you have low initiative because you're undead, and you have decent armor. Die. What, what
0: do you think about, what's your key to, key to success been today?
3: I think the key to success today has been pretty well-written scenarios against opponents that have been solid, and I think I've gotten pretty good matchups. Except for Skaven, I think Skaven was my army's worst match to begin with. I, I, I th- you could be kind of sad about
1: any army to be honest. Yeah, Skaven they're really they're, not they're the fun
3: they're, to play they're the sad one, saddest to play against. It just it just hurt me right here in the core. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I've kind of enjoyed. I've, you know, most of the tournaments I've been to recently, I haven't had to hit like Skaven or whatever. But usually, I'm not playing in the big boy room or up on those top tables. But so I'm. We'll see how tomorrow goes.
2: As long as I don't play undead again, I'll be happy. <laughs> I mean so far, it'll be two
0: warriors of chaos and two demons for me. So that's it'll be the it is the blood and the chaos, son. Fair enough. For, uh, Makes
3: sense. What are you guys feeling on the subjective comp?
1: I, I didn't know it was going to be here. To be honest,
0: I think it was mentioned that it was player based.
1: Yeah, it was. And <laughs> it was or it wasn't. It was. Oh.
2: I I remember it was, and we talked about it on Twitter, if I remember correctly, even, too. I'm
1: kind
0: of, I'm kind of meh about it, I mean, I'm playing Dark Elves, and it's kind of hard not to take, if you yeah. don't take the things that I took, your list is really, eh. Whereas for and me... And I did take a lot of fluffy stuff in there, too, I mean, I took the Assassin that nobody right. ever takes, That's, I've coughed him up in every game but one. Whereas and for
2: me, I think people see pure, first off, Mono Nergal, and I'm not... Doing dual hell cannon, dual war shrine ch- manipulation of the chosen zinch, you know, where you can just guarantee you get box cars every time. I'm not doing that route. I think people don't mind it anywhere near as much, even though it's definitely got teeth to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't have. I mean, it's, there's no L4 zinch. There's no whatever. So no dual he- hell cannon. So I can see that. And You but, got the, it's fairly well themed.
2: And I, I mean, yeah, I'm still competitive. because I get the two halberd warrior blocks, but. So.
3: Yeah, I think it's kind of an interesting system. I looked at all the ga- all the games that I played, and didn't see any evil double rares like double Hell Pit. And that would have probably gone closer to the one. Double Hydra, kind of same thing. But I haven't seen anything that pushes it anywhere from a three way either end. Thought it was all pretty competitive, but not filthy.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a tournament. For for Pete's sakes, you got to expect people to bring tournament and, you know tournament lists. Especially if it's something that is effectively you know, there's no comp rules going in. It's just, it uh, depends on what your opponent feels.
2: Well, I think most of what I've seen has been in the middle range from two to four. I haven't really seen any ones, and I don't seem to recall seeing any fives, but I haven't looked that extensively But from what I've been able to
1: glance at.
0: I mean, that, and from the Konzies' aura of, of scoring things like sports and comp and stuff like that, every game shouldn't be the best you shouldn't. I mean, I, I certainly, I certainly don't look at a game and go right off the bat and go, oh, "Yep, I'm just going to mark best scores." I mean, I start you out in the middle, and if you you got to work and earn that that score if you want it. And I, I'll say I give I give out top scores today to some some of my opponents in in the sports and theme. But personally, I mean, at this point, with with state of affairs in the Midwest for for comp, I just throw this comp right out the window. But I guess uh, it's also saying that I tried to do comp at Mayhem last year, and that utterly failed and blew up and was just horrible.
2: And it seems like even though we don't have any real comp restrictions, I really haven't seen any armies that would just make me want to not simply show up to that game. Even the, quote, worst armies, I'm going to go show up to that game, I'm going to put my best foot forward and fight it because I don't think it's hopeless.
0: Well, there's there's at least one army here that I just really really don't want to play against. It might be played by that Paul Wagner guy. That was on my list too.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm playing the standard internet list. so Yeah, there's there's a couple things.
0: It's not quite the standard internet list. You you definitely you definitely for the three units of uh, three Mornfang and the oh, and the uh, ogre Bulls, horde and. Whatever else you got in Two there. I mean there's no yep. there's no Hellheart, there's no uh, I mean the, the ogre bulls are ogre bulls are not yeah, okay. iron guts.
1: There's no Hellheart. there's no death fister. I mean, I'd there's love I mean, there's, there's, that there's definitely well, a couple that bad of concessions. Bets. No, it, it really isn't. But it
0: looks bad. It when looks you look bad. at it you're like, Oh my god, and how do you get all that in the list? But then when you when you sit down and really look at the list,
3: there's also a horde of crocsagor walking around. Yeah, that's, Michael look, Jordan was playing. That, that looks us. pretty scary. Yeah. Crocsuckers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from my opinion, I just don't like subjective comp in general because I'd rather know coming into the tournament what my comp score is going to be. Well, and that and to me that's really it. And part of it might be affected by the fact that I'm playing a harder ogre list, but most of it is just that I don't think that subjective comp really works. Like we've had the argument about sports before that. Subjective sports, because it's rated by the player that you're playing against, isn't really an objective thing. So. And
2: if the player's just in a foul mood from your game, they could really just, even without something that they would not normally rank low, they might might make them mark that extra point lower than they otherwise would.
0: Yeah, especially with comp, because that's really something you're going to take away from the end of your game and go, oh, man, this game was miserable, and everything you had, I just couldn't do anything against, so pfft, tank score... And and it's easy to do. I mean, the best subjective comp I've ever been in was a open list tournament where you would judge the comp. You'd look at the list and judge their comp before you played the game. And
2: then after the game, I think I know the one you're talking about. Where you say this was worse than I expected, same as I expected, or softer than I expected. I think you yep, a modifier Yeah, Exactly. After.
0: And then yeah, at the end of the game, you you just had a you know basically a one point adjustment from what you originally scored it.
2: And that was actually a pretty good approach, too, I thought.
0: So, I mean, that, that, that worked for Subjective Comp, but even then, like, it's really easy for like a, you know, a large game club to come in and, and purposely tank scores you know, for players they're playing against that are non-club and but then stuff you can like do that. that.
2: You could argue that if you have any level of sportsmanship or any level of player-judged appearance, they could just favor their own and just storm it. Which it is, is. i why. mean
0: i 've seen that yep. in the past i've actually had <laughs> tournaments we 've seen it, so
1: yeah, which is why yeah. subjective things just don't really work that well in my mind
0: as, as much as I mean it's, you still you still I, I think part of what makes warhammer tournaments warhammer tournaments and sets us aside from you know, the other games and, and helps us keep a focus on the game itself mm-hmm. and the respect for each other is having these subjective scores in there because right. it, at some level. You just can't go all, all out prick because you have that concern that somebody's going to tank you on your score.
2: Agreed. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think it's good that we're always keeping that perspective of judging the scores in mind so we just don't get set in place with one without ever thinking about it and saying, How, okay, the game's changed because we moved to eighth edition. Should we maybe look at the scoring a little differently now because the game has changed? Mm-hmm. We're always keeping that in mind as well, which sure. I think is good.
0: Alright well I mean that was a great question, Mike. I I'm Thank glad you. you brought it up.
2: Yeah.
1: Anybody
0: else got anything good here before we cut a break?
1: What's your favorite liquor? <laughs>
0: right now it's gonna be vodka.
1: Yeah, I've got Donny Walker black in my flask right now, so
0: I don't have any vodka. I haven't had a dr- lick to drink tonight for alcohol, so I like
2: my vodka too, but right now it's a dry weekend for me because of my pain medication, so
3: no worries on that. I got some San Juan rum, but I might have to ha steal some
1: Pauls. <laughs>
0: I'd imagine that's probably some pretty good stuff in that flask.
1: It is. I love scotch.
0: Paul, are you feeling pretty good right now? I am. Are you Mm -hmm. over your three-beer limit for recording on this show? I
1: have not had a single beer today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like
2: a true Wisconsinite.
0: (laughs) And on that bombshell, we're going to cut a break. And we is back. Hey, we're back with Alex Gonzalez. Uh, he, uh, organizes the Adepticon Warhammer Fantasy Championships and many of the other uh, tournaments at Adepticon. Alex, uh, I believe, uh, to start with here, we've got a tournament announcement we've kind of been pushing at Wisco Dice, but since we've got a chance to talk to you, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, a heads up on that?
4: Okay. Well, I mean, I run a lot of tournaments at Adepticon and they're all like, the highlight of the calendar year, and there's a lot of pressure, and it's just way too serious. So I'm doing uh, another tournament, and I've been doing tournaments for a number of years Or it's just come down, have fun, everything's good. What this is, is the in- inaugural Screw City GT in Rockford, and that's going to be September 15th and 16th. It's 3,000 points, no Grand Army rules. Two days, five rounds. Uh, we got spots for 64 guys. We're a little over 40 right now. It's at the Clock Tower Inn and Resort. Actually, a really nice setup, what we have there. Like, my favorite venue of all the tournaments that I go to during the year is Wapaka, because let's face it, that is pr- arguably the best venue of any tournament, period.
0: I, I got to say, I, I'm in total agreement. That is by far, so far, the top number one
4: tournament on my list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they do a great job up there, and that venue is just perfect. Now, we've got something pretty close. It's not as awesome as PACA, but it's pretty close. Um, We've got a Tilted Kilt on site. We've got another restaurant on site, as well as a water park and resort built into the whole complex. What we're trying to do is create a tournament environment for gamers with families to come, and be able to bring the kids, and they can do all sorts of fun stuff with the water park. There's a whole bunch of other family stuff to do in the Rockford area. It's actually really nice just to have a good weekend to get away, and you can still go and game with your buddies. We've got that going on. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty rocking time. So uh, I, I should probably were... mention that. I yeah, mean, were I'm including the Warhammer Forge book. Not Monstrous Arcana, but the Tomrican, so you can take all of your big toys and not feel bad about it. This is just the whole point is to just come down, have a great time and just have a great time with your friends. That's really the whole point of what I try to do with this tournament is not to make it too serious, not to make it too competitive, but just to have a weekend with your buds that's just a nice great weekend to have Warhammer with um, and then on the Saturday of the tournament from 12 to 8 p.m. We're actually going to have a bar inside the room that we're having the tournament in. And I know Bits like had that set up over the weekend and didn't totally go through. This one will be going through with drink prices that are a little more uh, reasonable.
0: I don't think anybody was really complaining about the the availability of drinks at Bits. That was for certain.
4: (laughs) I think some people definitely took way too much advantage of that. But no, it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to it. This is my first time working with this venue, and thus far they've been awesome. We've got our own bathroom, so Stinks doesn't have to worry about killing people. And <laughs> we're just totally far and away from everybody else. And it's just a nice, quiet basement room. I don't know. I'm really excited about this tournament. So,
0: Yeah, but I'm completely with you i said i think this is the first time i get the chance to go to a tournament you're running you've always paid me the favor and come to mary mayhem and other events i've run so i'm i'm really looking forward to pay back that favor and uh like i said we're really psyched and we really want to push this for everybody so if you're especially if you're in the wisconsin area this is one of the few tournaments we can kind of s- skip across the border and without having to go through the dreaded tolls too many tolls or anything like that in illinois and uh, I don't think you still have spot plenty of spots yet to sign up.
4: Yeah, I've got about 20 spots. And then, like with most good tournaments, we're doing a fundraiser this year. It's for Curter Camp. It's a local Rockford exotic animal shelter. We're trying to do something good for the community that we're doing this tournament in. We've got a whole bunch of stuff set up for it. If you check out the website, which is iwfb.net backslash screwcitygt, uh, all the information's there, all the rules. We're putting up more stuff as we get it, like places to eat in Rockford, places to stay, places not to go. We definitely want to make this. You can go to the website and plan your weekend in advance so you have a nice itinerary of where to go. You can make reservations for dinner, whatever you want to do. So we're trying to make this as one-stop shopping for gamers as possible.
0: Make sure, folks, if you're listening to this, that you get your sign-ups in for this event. This is going to be one of those signature Midwest events. I think it's going to be around for years to come. That's right.
1: Hey, Ben. Yo. You live in Wisconsin, right? Last I checked. And you play Warhammer, right? I sure do. I'm getting really tired of playing you every week. How do you get a hold of other people to play Warhammer in Wisconsin?
0: Well, I just post over on the WWHFB forums. The
1: WWHFB? What's that?
0: What's the Wisconsin Warhammer Fantasy Battles League? Really? Really? Yeah, there, there's, there's
1: one in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, that's what they are. They are all over the place, R- really? whether so, it's Milwaukee or Madison, Janesville or or Lacrosse. They're all over. they got members everywhere. They're always looking to play games, answer questions about Warhammer. Just have fun. Wow, that sounds awesome. What was that website again? It's at www.wwhfb.com. Was
1: that com? Yeah, that's it com.
0: that is it i'll have to check it out all right you do all right good news folks (laughs) we are back yeah we are joined with i'm tom
7: greg nice to meet you. meet you we
0: are joined with a couple of interesting gentlemen first off who do we have here uh my name would be greg person
6: that sounds familiar, yeah, like I, I might heard have that heard, heard that before. from somewhere before. Yep, uh, so uh, myself and my wife run the Painting Table podcast, coming up on one year That in is July.
0: Awesome. Most definitely one of my favoriteest
6: podcasts. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> and also one that makes him not speak good English. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it does that too. I mean, it's the, only, it's the only podcast I think this year that's had more girls on it than us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go.
6: We're setting records left and right. <laughs> that
0: well, that's out. an
1: important thing in the
0: uh, male-dominated
6: Warhammer world. Mm-hmm.
1: And who else do we have with us? McClure. Mr. Tom McClure. Happy to be here. Woo! Made it to bits. I yeah. love me some Tom. <laughs> the uh, perpetual best sportsman. Oh, uh-huh. all right. We'll see, we'll see. See you right. and me
8: tomorrow, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Let's see yeah, about that. You Maybe I get can some
8: clear love. You may, yeah, you can take me out. You can take me out. <laughs> All right. Well, how
0: have you guys been doing today? I, having a good time? Amazing.
6: Fantastic. So it, much fun.
0: It's, I, you know, anytime you get 80 Warhammer players or so together, that's a good time. So, You're
8: from know. the lower ranks.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be joining you there. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I made it to the I big Boys'
1: was, room once. Yeah, I was fighting
0: not. for the bottom table last year. It was, it was interesting.
6: Yep. <laughs> what are you playing? I'm playing Vampire Counts. Yeah. Day's going well so far. Record's two and one. Yeah. So two and one. So pretty pleased with that. Nice. Came with my wife, Jen. We're from Connecticut, so we drove straight here on Thursday, which was nuts. It was Ouch. about 13 hours of driving. Wicked. Uh, so we're just really happy to be here. Having a lot of fun, meeting lots of new people. You know, we go to big tournaments all the time, but this is the first time in a while where it's oh there's seventy five armies here we've never seen before in person, <laughs> ah, okay. you know? So it's it's really cool. It's kinda like when we went to our first grand tournament and there's wow, here's eighty armies, people I never met, stuff like yes. that. So it's cool to get that experience again once you travel quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be you know, really out of your, you know, meta of what you're used to seeing and maybe some of the combinations and and army builds and all of a sudden you're like Oh, I've got to adapt a little bit.
8: Yep. I came for the inspiration for sure. I needed to get inspired for the
0: next six months. New <laughs> army. You know, you've got to get some motivation to get ready for Waupaca, of course.
8: You've got to study what the competition is, get ready for Waupaca. Waupaca is a nice place to roll it out, being 2,000 points. It's the mm-hmm. low it points, is. you know. Try to build it up after that. What army are you using? So right now I've got Savage Orcs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Added some squigs to it. They're kind of fun. Just throw them at whatever's meaty, right? Yep. Yeah. Wait, is
6: that the army where the giants getting bit in the yeah in the yeah. grind? <laughs> That's are the one. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I approve.
8: I had a uh, I had a Rajpodge army called the Blue Balls of Fury. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was so
1: impressed by this, I actually modeled my army after it. Ah. There, there,
0: there may have been models in that army that Tom was not allowed to take back home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some of them stayed
8: with some of the point casters. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy!
0: Yeah. So,
8: I held on to the giant, though. So he oh, yeah. he came back out.
0: No, like, that's cool. That's yeah. cool.
8: You know, I didn't think a giant would survive in today's world with Eighth Edition and stuff. But people are kind of unnerved. They're like, "Holy cow! He brought a giant!" You know, with all the cannons, you just don't see him. I don't think. But, but
6: you know, giants are really good against like Mornfang and Demigrips. Exactly that. The, yeah. And you get a lot of that the monstrous infantry too, because that that chart for the big things, yes. how they classify it, you know, you got a 50% chance of Thump with Club. The thump with Which club is so is good. Amazing. <laughs> oh, it, it
3: feels so good.
0: I
6: can't tell you how many
0: hydras I've lost to Thump, th- thump with Club. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah. initiative two, right? And you deserve yeah. it. Yeah.
8: new hydras. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. I did everything with them today. Everything on that chart. I did the, the headbutt and the yelling <laughs> ball and the Thump with
0: Club. Nice. All of it. No, and Giants are good fun. I wish they were just a touch less points, but... Yeah, they were fun. Yeah. I shoved somebody in my pants. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was
6: awesome. Did they ever get out? Or are they still there no, now? No, they're still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're
0: they're getting nibbled too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, why
0: don't we go ahead and give a quick uh what have, you, what have you had to play against today, or what, what maybe stood out for what you played against today?
6: Mm-mm-mm. All right, who's starting?
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Tom. Oh, All you right, switched Last moment was going on. Go for, it.
8: Go for on? it. Oh, man, what did we do today? So, I had to play some Beastmen in my last game against Ryan Noble, and we All had right. Horde on Horde action. Oh. He had me down by two toughness. I had toughness two orcs. <laughs> he came charging in with a Horde of Bestigar, and I'm like, oh, my Lord. He got his fury. He had re-rolled the hit. I'm like, where is this going? I got my general with the stubborn crown. I got my level four with the shrunken head. I got five plus ward. I'm toughness, too. I'm basically a skink, right? <laughs> I, I, I Luckily, they were biggins, and mm-hmm. I got the spell off for the re-roll to hit with the orcs.
0: That is huge.
8: It was absolutely huge. He, he, went, he had initiative, right? So he goes and he does, like, 12 attacks on the mage, four wounds, I had a 4-plus opal opal amulet for the first wound. Yep. Got that. And then the other three wounds, I saved one of them. So I still had one wound left on the dude, giving a 5-plus ward to the rest of the unit. Yep. He's like, ah! Right? So then he does all these wounds, and I take, like, 14 more. So he's got, like, 16 wounds on me before I try to get in. (laughs) I come back, I've got, like, 28 Savage Orcs, extra hand weapon, biggins, weapon skill 4, strength 5 on the first round of combat, Reroll the hit. I don't know what this is going to do. I hadn't done it before. <laughs> I also got a chariot in the side. Pivotal, right? Sure. Tried to push it over the edge. I deleted the unit. He had 45, <laughs> wow. 45 gores deleted. Wow. Unbelievable. He charged me, handed me the win. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was, I
0: mean, I had to, my game two, I had a similar... Instance with Zeech Chaos Warriors that decided to charge me while I had Mind Razor up on Spear Elves. Uh, <laughs> <ooh>. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the icing on the cake was I took a Combat Assassin, so poof! Yep. missed. Strength 10 Combat Assassin is awesome. Oh, yeah. Chaos
6: Lord, dead. Nice.
8: <laughs> had other good games against Empire and Tomb Kings. Great, great opponents here. So, uh, just good stuff. Actually, lost to the Tomb Kings.
1: Yeah, it's kind of wait. Which uh, player were you playing?
8: Who was it playing? Yeah, Len. Okay, Len S. It's like Len Stakowski. He didn't want to help me spell his name. He said it's kind of rough. Just write Len. Nice. So, uh, to- I had never played Tomb Kings before, and originally oh, nice. my uh, my Savage Orcs were designed to face VC back in like 2005 when VC were ruling the day. Yeah, and so yep. I-, I kicked a lot of VC in the face and put them away for a little while, and uh, came back out, and they were doing really good. I was rolling them. I-, I had them. I had them right where I wanted them, but then he got off some like 24 inch bubble where then everybody also <laughs> got healed and everybody got an extra attack, and then. He got my toughness down, or something like that. I don't know. There's some pretty cool ne- ne- air and whatever spells, and and all of a sudden my just my my first game win just tumbled down. And <laughs> now I'm surfing the ranks, but got two wins on Empire and Beastman after that. So
0: that's still not too shabby. Two wins is still nothing to shake. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, just, nope. my wins were big. I just. Were got they? the right matchups. I got a 20 yacht and a 19 one. Ah, nice. I'm all middle of the road. Nothing goes so <laughs> lots of fun. But that was part. That was largely just I got the right matchups at the right
6: time. Yep. Okay. So
1: how about your games?
6: The- games have been going really well. Uh, I started off the day playing against Nick and Dark Elves, mm-hmm. and that was a, a nice start. Uh, Grand tournaments in the Northeast always have heavy comp. I'm playing in Grand Tournament really? next weekend in Boston using etc rules. Oh. So I, I got to face, you know, Dreadlord with the reverse ward save, Stubborn Crown, double Hydra, 20 <laughs> Blackguard, the Cauldron, level 4 Shadow. I, it was a pretty close matchup. Things just didn't quite go my way. One Hydra got... I charged it in the front with eight Crypt and the rear with three vargheists and it killed all of that stuff. And I did maybe one or two wounds to the Hydra. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was... It wasn't nice. But I got uh, a small loss off that. It was a great game. Nick's a nice guy. Uh, second round, I played Orcs and Goblins. Mm-hmm. Played against Bob, who uh, is sometimes a host of Ohio Hammer. Yep. Okay. And that was an awesome game with his Orcs and Goblins. We had a lot of fun going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and a minor win for me. Orcs are well the best. Yep. Yeah. Then... Orcs is the best. Oh, yes, they is. And then the uh, third round, I played against Kurt and Lizardmen, and that was another really fun game. He had an interesting list, um, two really big blocks, it was 50 Saurus with spears in a horde, and then some unknown number of Temple Guard that I could never completely kill, like 24 <laughs> or something with a salon with all the toys, and then a whole bunch of... Like, little shooty bits, like two units of eight chameleons, uh, two units of salamanders. So that game went really well. I pretty much killed all the stuff around the temple guard. I couldn't get them. Charged in my crypt onto them early, yes. and they had the flaming banner. So that was Aww. not too nice. Um, it happens. But uh, my favorite part of the game was killing the... Uh, the source warriors i killed all 50 with three models with the terror geist the black coach and the vampire lord 50. over four rounds of combat oh, yeah because my vampire lord is nuts strength seven red fury asf so she was killing like eight a turn then i've got thunder stomp i was screaming into combat and for kurt couldn't wound the terror to save his life i think he did a total of like 60 attacks on it, and he did three <laughs> total wounds. I mean, he's fours to hit and sixes to wound. He just couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, and then the other amazing, amazing thing that happened in that game was his jungle swarm that uh, flank-charged my three Vargeists and he cast Flesh to Stone and he had, you know, um, thrown a of vines off, so it was toughness six, and he brought those swarm. stupid Vargas down to one wound no! before I finally killed them, because they had toughness six, and, and then, but I did finally get that um, jungle swarm off, and then he never picked off that last wound on my unit, which was cool, but I, I was just talking to him before we started recording, and I told him I would hook him up with a Vargas head, and he can put it on his jungle swarm base, have a snake oh. eating it, so he can always remember the day when he he kicked the teeth in, and he yeah. was so close. Yeah, so.
8: guys are somewhat fragile. I found. Yeah, yeah
6: no save. So, mm-hmm. and you you can't heal them for anything. But I found they're really useful just because they can march, and they don't have to be near the general. So only fast. thing in my army that can do that. Yeah. Um, the frenzy is a pretty big downfall with only leadership seven, but I don't know. They're fun to paint.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have kind of an odd question, but uh, since you? you're from out of town, yeah, I always have odd questions. Uh, Greg, this is kind of directed at you, but almost at everybody. The um, answer is no. So, 7, <laughs> when you go to tournaments, you usually end up seeing the same players if you're going to a lot of tournaments in a row. Yes. So for me, it's always a question when you're choosing the best painted army. Sometimes I'm looking at armies and I'm like, you know, Johnny Hastings, I love his army, but I've seen it seventeen times. And so in my mind it's almost, you know, like, you know, I know it's beautiful, but I have to kinda tell myself, no, you have to look at that again <laughs> and look at the painting and actually honestly compare. Is that yep. something that you deal with going to tournaments a lot or
6: Um Yes and no. Um, I've actually been really impressed. I think overall the I uh, maybe pissing people off when i say this i I don't mean to i think overall the quality of the painted armies here is better than what i normally see there's more people with really really high-end stuff um, which is awesome time
8: on their hands no lives yeah yeah what a lot of
6: it comes down to is you know it's been like three or four years i've been on the tournament scene in the northeast and it's always when someone comes with a brand new army, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Whoa!" And you don't know they've been working on it because you only see them at the tournaments, and that that can be a good opportunity. But, um, like sometimes you get the same people. Like the Crossroads GT, we always go to the past two years. The same person's won uh, best painted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colonial GT in New Jersey, I won best painted the past two years, so I've with sort of made armies? it. Same army. Oh, no. But I had brand new stuff for it. It was my Vampire Counts. Um, once was seven, That's the, uh, the old book. You want to keep building on it, playing with it, yeah. and having fun. So for myself, I've committed to using something new for Colonial next year. That's in April. So I'll probably be going back to Dwarfs or trying to bring something brand new. But that requires purchasing models. Which... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> when you have two people in the house that, that play... Lots of Warhammer, it's kind of hard to get new, yeah. uh, new armies.
0: I, don't ha- I guess the wife kind of plays Warhammer, so I, I kind of use that as a justification excuse to buy more models. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I buy enough models by myself for two people. Yeah, so. you
1: use her as a justification far more than she actually plays Warhammer. It's
0: been three or four years, I think, since she play- pushed the models. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, she was going to college and full time school though there for a while, so I give her a little bit of a break, and she's really talking about playing some eighth. Yeah.
8: Yep. That's a good question because you know there's there's the armies, and you know you know which ones are really the best painted, Mm -hmm. but who's going to catch up to that? Who's going to catch up to the people that have are years ahead, Mm -hmm. right? And so I personally, you know, if I've already voted for an army before, and if it already won. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of you know come from back when they used to do you can't win the same you know the same tournament two years in a row, mm-hmm. maybe even you know maybe you have to take a year off with that army
6: I think that's a fair rule to yeah, impose
8: and you gotta you gotta allow and I like it when they actually give second and third place you know mm-hmm. to the the kudos to other people, even if it's just a mention mm-hmm. I, I think that's why not why not have you know fifteen people going home saying hey i got second, third, or first, instead of just the five people giving first, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And just spread the love. And um, there's there's always, you know, the, the, the latest army, right, that somebody's been pouring their heart out on, and it doesn't have the time investment or whatever. But there's armies here that have so much conversion work. They're not the same paint technique. They're mm-hmm. not the same paint expertise necessarily, but I often go with the army that inspires me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so not not you know, if they're really specific on what is it best painted or mm-hmm. best appearance or the army you want to take home with you, if they're super specific, I'll try to abide by whatever they're going for. Yeah. But um I mix it up. I yeah. don't just you know, I don't just go with the best technically painted, the one that has the most hours in it.
1: Yeah, in my mind the if you have a a player's choice army and you have a best painted, the best painted should be the technically best painted and you know, it should be even if they've won before. I could definitely see them getting the award because that's what the, the yeah, that award is about. That should be prohibited. That's yep. ridiculous. Uh, well, but, you know, <laughs> but for player's choice, in my mind, it's almost more of just what you think looks really good, even if it's not the best painted. It, exactly,
8: it's what's appealing to you. I, I've, I've said before: there's there's paint snobs. There's nine paint snobs, you know, that are looking to see if you blended and if you've got you know the the sparkle in the pupil in the eyeball. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> and then there's, there's others, you know, everybody else, and it's kind of more of a, hey, at three feet, this is cool, it's striking, I don't care if it's layered versus blended, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, does it have the thought into it, and how much did you hit? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It, there is a bias to it, mm-hmm. you That's,
0: know. At Mayhem last year, my paint judge were completely untrained, unskilled painters, so it was really interesting to watch them pick out, I'm like, I'm... I, I I couldn't believe when they like okay pick out your best three of the event and none of them was Johnny or Rogers or or any of them it was like three completely off the wall armies yeah ones that just that's appealed interesting to them. that yeah. just appealed to them I will yeah. tell
8: you what too I've got I've got friends like you Greg that maybe could be considered professional painters is that is that your league no
6: no okay. <laughs> I don't but think so you know,
8: and it, it's kind of interesting <laughs> because. They take the time and they, they, you know, professionally paint, right? And so, of course, they're going to clean everybody's clocks. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then where's the, where's, you know, really? Yeah. Is that what that is about? And should everybody show up just saying, oh, I have no chance? Mm-hmm. It, it does
0: drive. Yeah. Having, having that, I think part of the reason we see the level of appearance now at an event like this is that it drives everybody else that's here to be serious and wants to have a serious chance at winning you know getting that overall it drives you to push your 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 hobby that much more yeah Mm -hmm. yeah sure it might I I certainly understand and hear the argument of well now I'm just never going to have a chance to win overall Yeah, but it really does I mean it really does push I think that's part of the reason I mean because we've had like Johnny and Joe and Domus and all in A lot of people guys, are catching up. You know, A lot
8: of people are catching up. Yeah. You know what else? At the Rampage that Jim Emmerich runs, he has 50 paint points, but your score is only 40. So if you get more than 40, so be it. But that that kind of can help even the battlefield with regards to overall score. You don't have to have, you know, sure, somebody's going to get 50 and they're going to get best painted. All right. You know, but um, or or, or players' choice, I, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. however that works. But at least with regards to scoring for overall, it, it let evens the battlefield. I think mm-hmm. if you allow more points available than you actually top out at for that category. Yeah, and that's kind of an interesting argument. Maybe you're conversion heavy, yeah. or paint heavy, or. Yeah. Or I don't know. You got awesome display base. I
5: don't know. Yeah. With
0: or or you could have an army like Paul's, and when you get upset about your paint score, you just whip your army at the judge.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got ten pounds of granite. <laughs> uh, it, that's that's not a joke, folks. <laughs> it, it actually does. Uh, I better watch I, out tomorrow. It does lead to these kind of situations. Like it's kind of been a joke on Twitter about the fact that Blood and the Sun put on their paint points have an engraved nameplate, mm-hmm. and it is kind of like well. It's a good idea to have it, and I think it really looks good on on the display boards, et cetera. But that I can't get full paint points unless I do something that's not painting bothers me, mm. and that's just me being silly, and I know it. And like I said, it looks good, and it should be there for the hobby. Well, now
6: I, I'm interested to see if I get that point actually, yeah, why is that? because I I don't have an engraved nameplate, but next to my display board I have two like frames for eight and a half. By 11 sheets and one I have this drawing I did of my general and a map and whatnot And then the other one has my fluff and it's got my name and the name of the army no and way, the names of my characters nope. And so I'm wondering if that will count or if I, I didn't get that point I, I'm
0: pretty sure what they were really looking for here and they, they probably should have spelled it out a little bit better It was something that clearly like that defines this is your army. Whose it is? Because when I, I know as a player, like you show up at an event that's oh, like this, and I know a lot of the guys here, but I there's a lot of guys here that I know them. I know their face. I even know their army, but I don't know their name. Yeah. And when you go around like doing the players' choice, like at Wack this year, there were a number of armies that I might have given players' choice votes to. But there was no name anywhere near their army.
8: I gotta admit, it's been really nice seeing the names
0: by the armies. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, as much as everybody kinda complained about having that name played there, you know, seeing that, that joke thread about that on Twitter, it's it really made when it came time to do players choice from the players from the player perspective, it made things nice. Mm-hmm. I knew who I knew whose armies it was that I was wanting so I could give the people that I wanted to give credit credit for the work that they did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and mine uh, was pretty cheap, actually. I have a little flask here, and it says Ogre Smash, so I decided that was the name of my army. <laughs> and I brought my hotel name tag from work, so my name was engraved on that. So I don't think I'll get the point, but technically, I had both engraved, so we'll see. Never know. I vote
8: with your feet. Give the uh, you know people running the tournament feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. No, yeah. Everybody reacts. I've seen every tournament over the past year change something for the next year based Mm -hmm. on feedback right
0: yeah Uh, one these this is definitely in in last year's blood in the sun compared to this year's you can definitely see the feedback he
1: took so it's definitely worth giving it well i can tell you when the biggest complaint about the tournament is a nameplate change for painting scores
6: they're doing it right (laughs) it's (laughs) a very
1: petty
0: thing to complain about all right well i mean that's that's really good i mean is there anything you guys might have to ask us or uh, anything else you might have thought about Blood and Son that you want to bring up? I don't know. This is my first time here. I didn't get
8: to make it last year. Each of them has coincided with one of my son's birthdays. I mean, when that's four months out of the year, that's kind of hard to miss. But It's kind of <laughs> hard to miss,
0: I hear, from the McClure household.
6: Yeah, uh, yeah. Does she have a clan of like 18 a kids of at home? Clure, there yeah, you go. Strong. One Irish for each seed. army, actually. I That's have what.
8: been collecting armies. <laughs> the seven-year-old's picking up ogres more strongly than anybody else. Nine-year-old handed towards high elves. Got them, but he's not really picked them up. So I think he's <laughs> just kind of, you know trying
1: to make believe like I I'd actually another
0: another 10 years is going to be like the McClure clan at these tournaments that's
1: right so that'll be amazing you're gonna be like all right kids now make sure you're good sports I don't want to hear any bad stories <laughs> no about way, you from the man. tournament <laughs> organizers it's gonna be the
0: McClure club they're all gonna come in and take everybody else's scores and give each
1: other <laughs> yeah. give them when they have to play each other so be be best sportsman every tournament <laughs> <laughs>
8: it'd be interesting so it's good but I, I mean, I think I think the venue is really nice. I think the lighting's really good. I really like the table mats they've used. They ironed them a hundred
0: percent better than last year. They they had felt last year. And
1: I
8: don't know what this is,
0: but I really like it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Are actually GW game mats? Are not like GW? No, because
6: it's one big roll. I yeah, don't know. they
0: got them donated from somebody. I think it's cool. I heard it's they nice did some work on. ironing. Them. Yeah, yeah, they're the manly ironing.
1: Yeah, with <laughs> beer and irons. They but, double
6: as a nice blanket. If you didn't go. pay for a hotel room, you could just sleep in here. <laughs> you just you know. roll up on the table. Roll up. Make
1: <laughs> sure you avoid all the weirding wells and the main stones. I've got, just got make one playing by the table. They've got these, this. The cloth. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, like oh, right
6: yeah.
8: with it. it's kinda, you know, you're, you're messing with your legs. Anyway, I went down like, to get something underneath the table that I had there stored with my army, whatever. And like, it captures all the farts. So Don't do that. All right,
0: I'll take that advice. Yeah, don't okay. don't drop your dice under okay. the all table. Right, waterproof
7: that's... or what? It captures
1: all the smell. You know, Johnny was finding all kinds of stuff on the floor today oh. during the tournament. I, he found some dice. He found the miniatures. So maybe he's to blame. I don't know.
8: I think the bring your own terrain thing is a really really good aspect. I think that's fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, some I, people enjoy that.
0: It is. I mean, it's it definitely saves them too from having to make all that stuff and gets yeah. and gets the community involved. Although they have done a Herculean effort uh, to make some really nice terrain to for this event. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm. and uh, yep. the thing that most impresses me about the event is the cleanness that Leckman runs it with. I need, what a master organizer. It's just, with everything being published as far as pairs, you yep. know, on the Internet and everything's just the most amazing. I think, you know, that's a best practice is what I'd call that for communication about the whole event and what's going on and when and who's being paired with what. As quickly as it's uploaded on the Internet and what, like, probably the scores will be up
1: within then half hour after the event. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Probably. Well, and from what I've heard, it actually – seems like this play is much more like an, a U.K. event from what I've heard about the way they run their tournaments because they're usually requested to bring at least a couple pieces of terrain. Oh, really? And they almost always have their pairings up before the tournament itself. Mm. I know on Twitter I'll see a whole thread of these are the pairings for this weekend on, like, Thursday or Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, it really seems to be reflected in that freaks kind me of an out. aspect. Do you like
8: that? I don't like knowing that I have to face you tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep very good. You're going to have nightmares about yeah, it. Yeah, I'd rather just waltz in here and go. Oh, There'll no. be like little ogres <laughs> yeah.
0: bouncing in his dreams tonight. It'll <laughs> yeah. be terrible. Yeah, He'll well, wake up in a cold sweat.
1: When I was playing Cheddar Bowl, I knew I was facing Neil the next day, and I was like, all night, it was just like, oh, exactly. how am I going to beat that army? <laughs> <And, laughs> I
0: don't know. I, knowing my matchup, I'm like, actually, it made me real happy because like, I to play Mike Ballard, and he's a pretty big fan of the show, and one of the one of the first guys that was giving us feedback, mm-hmm. and that was really big for us. So it's really cool I get to play him tomorrow.
8: Yeah, it can be good
9: or bad. You yeah. know,
0: there's, there's no way. I mean, there's no result. I mean, obviously the host has to hold up his end and and win, but... <laughs> now I just realized that I shared
8: all my secrets about my army and my units with you, so... It's okay. I've been drinking scotch all night. Okay.
0: <laughs> He's not going to remember I won't remember for, until uh, it comes it out and there's, there's an Ogre Bull Star... Three yeah. units of and Fang and yeah, no Hellheart, okay? Yeah. I
1: don't have the Hellheart. I don't have any of that uh, stuff. It's cool. It's cool. I'm, not, I'm not any good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got a really fun. good
0: – you got a really strong matchup for yeah. him, so. Yes. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah.
8: We both suck the same amount we get to play each other. <laughs> exactly. It's good. It's good. Good competition.
5: So,
7: yeah.
6: So, uh, last thing I want to add is just that um, speaking on Jen's behalf as well, we're having a fantastic time. It's just – what really is making this great for us is just meeting a whole bunch of new people, a whole bunch of people we've talked to over the internet, mm-hmm. or you know, we have like five podcasts representing here or something, so people we've listened to, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's been really great and every game's fun, you know, it doesn't matter win or lose, it's just about sort of hanging out and enjoying the hobby. Are
8: yeah. you going to come out to more Midwest events then, or is oh, it cost uh, like a billion bucks? Uh,
6: cost isn't necessarily the issue. It's just the time. Yeah. Um, it just worked out right. We're both teachers. We got out of school on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, so summer's good. Yep. And we're teaching summer school starting next week. So oh, we had geez. this little break. We were like, screw it. Let's go out to Blood in the Sun. It's going to awesome. be awesome. So depending on the time, we could be coming again next year and future years. Is there, you there know, an event stuff. that
8: you'd recommend out by, in your area?
6: Uh, I do. Um, if you're in the Northeast, you can go to the Colonial, the Crossroads, or the Conflict GT, are all really big events that happen um, pretty much spaced out evenly throughout the year. And then next year, my gaming group, the Unplugged Gamers, are going to be running a grand tournament as well. Really? Um, so it's probably going to be over the summer. We haven't hammered out all the details. But um, our angle for the tournament is to have the nicest terrain. You will ever see it at a grand tournament. Wow. So we have probably put in collectively about 200, 250 hours of work right now, and we've got 16 tables. So it's gonna be nuts, um, but it should be fun. So.
1: So where is that tournament gonna be held?
6: Uh, in Connecticut, somewhere in the Hartford area. We have a couple places narrowed down where we might hold it. So. So maybe some people will be making the long trip out. To Arneko, the woods. Maybe we'll
1: charter if, a bus out there if the yes. date falls right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd yeah. definitely see Mosco yep. Dice be in there.
6: That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, that'd All be right. fun to do a party bus out to Connecticut. that <laughs> oh, <can you laughs> would be that? amazing. Like, here, yeah, like, yeah. we do like a multi-podcast
6: fundraiser for that. Now, I that might just come back sweet. to the Midwest to take the party bus. <laughs> yeah, <back laughs> <to Japan>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this idea. That's
0: not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. All yep. right, Greg. Nice to meet you. It was excellent yeah, meeting yeah, you absolutely. as well. And
6: thank you, thank Greg you, guys, Tom yeah. for being on the yeah. thank, thank you guys. very much for having us. Thank
0: you very much. I'll give you a, one last little plug for Painted Table. If you're not listening, you should. It's definitely full of hobby tips. Full of the terrain tips are amazing. The the hobby you get out of it. The the, the slurping in the water of the uh, brushes <laughs> getting cleaned. It's it's beautiful You just sound. you just can't <laughs> get, <laughs> get enough of that. Uh, we you know so one of my favorite shows to listen to. It's always. You know, right up there in my, as soon as they put it out, I got to go listen. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Listening pretty much since they came out, so Good go ahead. And then uh, Wednesday, uh, is there, I've, I've heard rumblings that there yeah. might be a WODcast coming back, and, and I know there's been some WODcast-type recordings going on here at Blood and the Sun. Oh, talking my about goodness. Flash? Yeah. I don't
8: know. I haven't heard. He's I'll been running around. I,
0: I had to do an interview for him earlier. Yeah. So. Good.
8: Good on him. Maybe he so. was
0: just humoring you, Ben. <laughs> if that's not the case, we'll definitely have to get you back on the sh- on the show, McClure. Uh, it's good to have you, and it's good to have another voice, and another idea. I think we got maybe an orcs and goblins review we might have coming up here. So, oh, nice. yeah. maybe have your expertise Skype in or something.
8: Ah, oh, fantastic! Great.
0: All right. Well, thanks a lot, folks. Yep. Thank we'll you. We'll cut a break here, and when we come back, more blood in the sun coverage. Be good. Uh-oh. Oh. Hey, yo, folks, Whisco Dice is bringing you a special series coming soon. We are on Shacklin the Conesy and launching Conesy's Diaries. Conesy's Diaries will be a short show focusing on what the Conesy is working on, the games he's playing, and, hey, whatever else the Conesy wants to do. So, hey, we're going to launch this show three times a week. Make sure you listen. Tune it in, man. Ye- yes, yes, yes he's my favorite. You gotta listen. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we Oz back. Uh, with more you, Oz. Why do you make war words up? That don't I like sense. making up
0: words. Anyways, who do we got here? Hello. 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 Hey, Cranky. there's some familiar voices. Yeah.
10: Well, the gentleman to my left is the Mr. Cranky Lawyer himself. And the RJ gentleman Watt. to my right is
9: Topher, Christopher <laughs> Barnett. Nobody dope,
10: Christopher
9: Barnett. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I, and we're here at the same time. Longtime yes, listener, first
0: time
10: caller. Cool. I love the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. We
0: appreciate it. We we seem to love your show too. So yeah, it is one of the things that inspired us to do Wisco Dice I honestly. So oh, Japers, oh,
7: thanks. Go go go, go, go
9: so
0: anyways, while we got cranky on, I think the first thing we should probably address is the uh, uh, our letters the fundraiser for oh, okay. oh yeah,
9: uh, team cranky yep. yeah, so this is they 're talking about the extra life fundraiser that 's going to be October 20th this year it 's a fundraiser or sort of a gamethon to raise money for children 's miracle network hospitals, which are a worldwide network of uh, children 's hospitals that raise money so that they can serve people that don't have insurance or the their parents can't afford the procedures that are necessary and they raised over a million dollars last year doing this and the reason I want to support it is that my son Eli who you may have heard about on for Raj Hammer he when he was uh, eight months old he had heart surgery down in Boston's Children's Hospital to repair a hole in his heart he's fine now he's got a wicked cool scar that the girls will think is awesome someday but when I was down there, I saw families that came in from all over the country, all over the world, to get procedures done for their kids. And when I saw this opportunity to raise money for this uh, cause in a way that, well, we have to game. It's for the children. It seemed like a win-win situation. So it's, the website is extra-life.org. If you go on there and search for Team Cranky, you'll find the team, and you'll be able to see the different individual people who have joined the team. If you want to, you can donate to one of them. Uh, individuals can sign up and join the team on their own if they want to pick a specific hospital of their own. Each individual team member gets to choose the particular hospital that they want, the money that's donated to them or that they raised to go to. So it's not all for Boston Children's. You, know, you can pick any hospital you want that's part of the network and raise money. And you get the game for 24 hours. Yes, you do. Yeah. For a good cause. Yep, and for are the Wisco Dice portion of that. We are
0: going to be at the convention RockCon as a portion of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, doing our part. So you'll be able to if you want hang out with us at RockCon at the Warhammer tournament that Saturday. Correct. On top of that, if we both meet our goal, we are planning to do recordings of us while playing the game, while playing our game a some game, at least for a couple hours, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe even like me and Paul actually playing a game against each other, which should be an amazing amount of extra bickering. Yeah, I agree.
9: Five hours later, what turn is it? Two. And uh, and that,
0: and, that and, and we will start that at like say hour twenty-one of the oh, of the twenty-four
9: hours straight. So you'll uh, never make it. Uh, <laughs> we'll never make it.
7: Never
10: make it. At least oh,
9: you're not right. painting for twenty four hours like painting tables gonna do.
10: <laughs> that would be that that would be That'd really be pretty cool. hardcore, yeah. Yeah. I think I just painted for twenty four hours straight just to get here in time. <laughs> I'm gonna take a week off of painting.
9: Ah, huh? that sounds a like a off. good idea. I'm taking the rest of the summer off. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what
10: actually happens. I've got Diablo three waiting for me, so <laughs> it's good idea. you have something. I've got something. Something to look forward to,
9: besides making fun of you. Well, you know. You always take the easy shots, don't you?
10: No,
4: as long <laughs> as, long as <laughs> I can. God, God, God,
9: God. Well, Christopher, how have your games been
10: going? Actually, surprisingly well. Uh, I didn't have expectations coming in, but I'm 2-1. and one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first two games were sweeps. I did great. And the third game was against the Ogres, against um, Brian... What's his, what's his last name? He's playing the Ogres, he's going to the ETC. So oh. I got a good grubbing there. I got a good yeah. schooling. It was uh, 13-7. So I finally got put in my place a little bit. Mm-hmm. So for, for turn four, I'm going to be playing against Andy Sherman's Tomb Kings, <laughs> which is great because he and I actually have a grudge that uh, started the last bits. He and I started a game like at 3 in the morning. We finally had to abandon it at 5. We really didn't resolve it because both of us were convinced we had it in the bag. <laughs> so this you is both gonna, were in the bag, We were, <laughs> <as> I recall. In the bag. Well, that's the fun of playing <laughs> the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd like to like to wake up tomorrow, get a uh, get a couple of good drinks in me, and uh, he and I will settle this once and for all: Chaos Wars versus Tomb Kings. Nice. I gotta say,
0: uh, Andy being up near the winning tables, considering all of the raving he did about how Tomb Kings weren't good and that he was, was expecting horrible. to lose all of his games, that's just
9: kind of. This is a clean
10: show, right? He
9: talks a lot of uh, hooey. So, well, there's I, two keys to his success. The first is he tells his opponent how each of his units is crap <laughs> in great detail and convincingly. Then, yeah. then he mispronounces all the rules or spells that he's casting. And his opponents have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I'm
10: sorry, that's unstoopable force. That means you have to stand up straighter, but it doesn't do anything else.
0: I'd say that's a very similar tactic to my like griping about how bad things are going like, <laughs> like halfway through the game, and then all of a sudden, I w- winning.
1: The <laughs> opponent gets so annoyed with him complaining. They, about they feel the bad game.
10: for me. Yeah. Now How are you two doing? Uh, I don't even know what you're playing this time around. I'm playing dark elves. Okay. I made that change
0: li- uh, literally two days before list submission. Oh, my God.
9: And, and since coming out of the Dark Elf Closet, have your parents accepted you? They still yeah, think he's pretty acep-
1: emo. I, I'm, I, mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I think he's
10: twice as emo now.
1: Yeah, especially if he's a sack But I my hear. wife loves like it even more. <laughs> <laughs>
9: details, details, details. Anywho.
1: Yeah, and Cranky, you've been playing your ogres, correct?
9: I have. I'm one, one, in one. First game was against Meal. The dreaded Meal. <laughs> yes, and I made uh, a couple mistakes, including forgetting my reroll token turn one, and Meal made none. It was the best game I ever had. We were laughing when my general got dwellered. It was a great game. Uh, he had a... Uh,
10: well, of course he was laughing.
9: <laughs> we were, were laughing about
10: you. You thought he
1: was laughing with you, but he wasn't.
10: No, you know, in truth, Meal is a terrific opponent. I'm 0-2 against Meal. I, um... Every time I play him, I get schooled, but he's a really good guy to play.
9: Absolutely. No,
10: i, I got to say, uh, most every game I've
0: played against him, every once in a while, he, he, he'll get that, you'll get that look in his eyes like he's, he
9: knows he's, he's got slugged. you and he's,
0: there's, he's just going to go for your jugular and then those games kind of go south. But
9: Yeah, you get that look otherwise. like, what did I do? Why, <laughs> and I'm like, what? You showed up with an it's, army. It's more no, like, what was wrong with that move? <laughs>
10: I don't, what? I don't know. Well, the nice thing about the last time I played meal was, I mean, he destroyed me. So almost immediately there was a beer in his hand for me. So he softened <laughs> the blow, and the sportsman score went way up after that. Yeah, it was okay, meal. That's fine. Thank you
9: for the beer.
1: So after a meal, who would you play?
9: I had uh, two games. Uh, Demons was my second game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went uh, a little bit better, 25 nothing. Yep. And... Uh, was a little quick, but uh, got that out of the way. Had a nice break in between games, and then it was dark elves
10: 25 nothing.
9: Yes, well done. Uh, there was um unfortunate cannons killing blood oh. thirsters, crushers. The little ones are the big ones, the big
10: ish. Is thirster- oh, you talk about the blood, blood thirsters, yeah. the the
9: thirster- thirster- although
10: the blood thirsters really looked like a
1: pleasure demon, you know, like a greater demon of Slanesh, but
9: uh, who's the quibble? I'm all confused now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, he lost that turn one and lost his only caster turn two and broke fortitude okay. bottom of turn two. It okay. didn't go too well. Uh, I felt sorry for my third-round opponent because it was the third straight ogre matchup he had with his Dark Elves. <laughs> he won the first two, but he didn't want to play ogres anymore.
0: I can see that.
9: And that ended up uh, in a draw. I made a mistake and overestimated how tough the Hydras were. I don't get a lot of games in against Dark Elves. I don't get a lot of games in at all up in Maine. And uh, as soon as we started combat, I'm like, you're tough as five? And you hit on the same initiative as me? Why didn't I charge you? Uh, so it uh, went better when I did charge, but we ended up in a draw. That's not
10: Fair too enough. bad. I think hydras are a little underpowered these days. They used to be the thing, but compared to some of the stuff that's coming out recently, they're they're kind of kind of overlooked. They're no big destroyer. S- they're no. still amazing. <laughs> well, they're
0: 175 <laughs> points. I yeah. mean, but they're certainly I think you're almost okay. with all we got a lot of lists with dual hydras to, in this okay. event mm-hmm. of the dark elves and yeah. I don't I think you're almost hurting your build by by going that putting two of them in yeah,
10: here last year. There's a lot more that's much dirtier out there than those things now. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Yeah, in my uh, first game I played against Kevin Bruins, and that was a very mm-hmm. tough uh, 6-14 loss for me, but a very, very fun game We you're shouting and having a great time.
0: Kevin's a great opponent. Yeah, uh,
1: I was a little disappointed to have to play Kevin first turn because I was like, I know this is going to be a tough game, but it was a great game. Uh, and then Paul the suffers game, from
0: intimidation factor.
1: Well, that one was an intimidation factor. It was really just
10: Penf- performance I anxiety. It was gonna be, that too. It wasn't mm. going to be any. At least kind that's of what a she said. Over.
1: It was going to be a, a there, game to the finish.
10: There are just some opponents where I mean, you're supposed to be playing the pieces, but instead you end up feeling like you're playing against the opponent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, against Grant, the guy behind me right now, he's um, he's just one of those players where I know it's going to be a tough fight. It's always uphill for me for some reason.
1: Yeah. My second game, I played against Robert Clemick, and Mm -hmm. he was playing Empire. I cannonballed his general off the board, turn one, and the war altar he was on, turn one, and then that really kind of took care of the game. Build the game, yeah. Uh, So that was twenty-five to nothing for me as well. Wow. And then uh, turn three, played Johnny, and that was uh, twenty nothing for him. So,
10: (laughs) dirty (laughs) beastman.
1: Yep. So, you, you basically
0: got Beast. As long as you don't play Beastman, you might have it, you're, you're yeah. doing pretty well, is what exactly. you're saying. If
1: I'm not playing Beastman, I should be okay.
0: So, the secret to beating Paul is playing Beastman. Gotcha. Yep. All right. I did. I had. I played Mike Gerald first round. Ooh. Okay. Tough matchup. I never played Mike before, and Mike has just switched over to his Warriors of Chaos from the Brett Seed. Well, no, Mike, Mike great, won uh, last year. Yep. So with Brett's. Brett. Brett's. Mm-hmm. so this is you know different army for him. Yep. and I didn't have any. I only had one practice game, and I haven't played the Dark Elves for otherwise He's over a year. It's gonna
1: keep rolling out that excuse. Uh, it, it's 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 a little
0: bit of an excuse, but it's really you know I there was mistakes that I made because of the rust, mm-hmm. and I think I you know if I would have played them like round three, I think I would have had a shot at
10: at pulling the win, but. Dark Elves can look like the easy button, but you still have to deal with Toughness 3 across the board. You know, even, were, with, even with your lords. There so. were definite places where I got locked in, and I'm like, oh, why this did I do that? South. Yeah, I'm so. used to them. I've been playing them a long time, but not so much in 8th, but y- you just learn to, like, cautious, aggressive, you know. Oh, yeah, I've
0: been playing Dark Elves for a long time, too, so... Um, I thought you
9: were rusty. Which, I was. I,
10: I, I haven't played
0: played them for... I played probably three or four games of them with the Dark Elves in Eighth Ed. And before that, it was probably when they when the new book came out for Dark Elves in Seventh. I pretty much quit
10: playing them because it was the games were just too easy. Well, compared to the book before that, they were almost impossible to win with. So, which is
0: the first tournament I ever won was was with them with in the that sixth edition, edition book. With the sixth edition oh, well, book, well done. You have earned so, your stripes. So that was. And it was all on like psychology. Like I, I, fielded a Hydra, and my turn, one, my game one opponent was Empire with like two inner circle units of knights, and he didn't know what to do. with it. He was like, "What's that thing do?" And just ran his Empire knights away from the Hydra, which back then Hydras were complete garbage. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, back to like the current moment. So I went into round two. I played a Warriors of Chaos army again. I remember the gent's name, but. It was very Zinchian, okay. all the Zinchian-type tricks. No Disc Rider, though. I got a 25-odd, essentially, with the battle points on that. Well done. So Good job. It was... Uh, he, the the, cab, the signature part of that game was the turn he charged me when I had Mind Razor up on the Spear Elves. Oh, that's a big mistake. I had basically <laughs> yeah. used Mind <laughs> defensively, and I think he thought he could dispel it... Before charging me. Then realized that he couldn't, and but well, sorry, bud,
10: that's a game losing error. Yeah, I'm yeah,
0: right. big win there. And then th- round three, I took on a Nurgle demon army mm-hmm. with. And uh, turn one, I got the was that Elmer. No, it was Nurgle. Oh, he's warriors. Demons. Yeah, okay. he's warriors. Okay. And again, I don't remember the gentleman's name. I don't have my <laughs> cheat notes here in front of me. Anyways, we got a 19-1 win in that. The big thing of that game was Pitt of shades on Papa Nurgle on round uh, on turn one. You're um, a dirty man He popped He rolled a six And then Like turn three You realized he had a re-roll
9: token Nice
1: call <laughs> Well thank you Keeping yeah. it classy Yeah I haven't had a single beer all night
9: Because you're drinking hard alcohol Yeah Yeah that's, that's, that's a classic that's, of whiskey it's Johnny
1: Walker Black Come on It's classy
0: he, He's bypassing his three beer minimum By drinking liquor
1: Exactly uh, Cranky and I have developed kind of a special kinship, I think, today because we're both playing the ogre list with the Mornfangs and the Iron Blasters, so we've been commiserating after each game.
9: <laughs> yes, yes, I, I'm running uh, three units of two Mornfang but then three single units of uh, Rhinox Riders, which is I don't think anybody else brought this year. <laughs> well, I just wanted to mix it. I didn't want people getting you know feeling stale playing ogres after ogres, so I just took this filthy unit. You know, <laughs> to help three them. Units. Three filthy units. Yeah. It's like all right. Maybe. On the main possibly.
7: <laughs>
9: yeah. It's ten strength five attacks. That's all. Per model. There
7: we go. There yeah. We go. Not that big. One, one big. model. Yeah. Five it's, it's 125. points. One up
9: armor save, stubborn.
7: What? War shrine.
1: War shrine.
0: We are now being interrupted by Grant and his <laughs> yeah, rules questions. Yeah, we were questions. getting a rules call
1: from the rules judge of to the tournament. So. Um, yeah. So.
10: Which should instill you with some confidence for the, yes. the decision making process.
1: Exactly, which is roll the dice or <laughs> if deal not with
7: tomorrow, it. Don't call over Grant. Uh, game
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So well, at least they, they, they had the disclaimer at the beginning of the event if you need <laughs> to call a rules
10: judge, we don't guarantee anything. Be prepared that the rule may, in fact, be 100% wrong. Mm-hmm. So that was
0: that was cool. No, I, I'm really glad to be back, Blood in the Sun. This is a. Pretty signature event. Yeah. Well, out no. for
10: the Midwest. Yeah, I this is like good This is like the Illinois Wapaka.
0: Yeah. Yep. Grant keeps going with this, this is going to be a bigger fantasy of tournament than even Adepticon. Adepticon,
10: Adepticon. Adepticon. so er, we'll see. Well, that's a long way to go. Adepticon is gigantic, but it's I think what,
0: this 140-ish this year.
10: I guess that's true.
0: Yeah, the fantasy championship. you you know, 40. 80-ish. So
1: it is double well, what he's got now, but a couple of years.
0: But this is only the second year. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's almost doubled in the first, you know,
10: second year. So.
1: And, and Chicago does have a lot of Warhammer players to draw on.
10: Well, it gets pretty cold. You got, you need something to do in the winter. So
1: Exactly. you got to hold those corn demons tight.
10: I mean, if, if, <laughs> well, if point, you don't have, have the bear, a you know, you got to exactly. go with the corn Bear's demons.
1: Bear's all the way back up at Stevens Point now, so. Yeah
0: know, if Stevens Point can support like three Warhammer players, Chicago should be able to support like 300.
1: <laughs> That's the hope. But then Maine only supports one, so.
9: No, no, no. There's other people that play. I just can't find them.
1: Oh. That is. Are that they is, mooses, maybe?
9: They're not Maine, It's mooses. Maine, dude.
1: There's mooses. There's Maine. like. Yes,
9: but they don't play Warhammer. <laughs>
1: They can't roll the dice, that's what it is
9: No opposable phones, yeah, that's yeah. It. If it wasn't for the fact that they couldn't roll the dice, you're right They would be playing Warhammer, Paul You're right, that's the one thing that trips them up Not the painting or the lack of English Or, you know, really thinking much at all Okay I don't know. And, Some you know, not being able to get in the store because of their antlers Just give them that's an ogre army, they'll, they'll just shove it
10: forward wing. and win, right? Isn't that how yeah. it works?
1: Yeah, they could play ogres, right? That's what we've been told today
10: uh, yeah. So how did Blood and the Sun go, Chris? Well, I got beaten by a moose <laughs> he was playing ogres oh. Dirty list <laughs> Picked up really the dice with his mouth list. And spit them out in one <laughs>
0: Now you know my pain
1: <laughs> You mean enjoyment This is enjoyment You're laughing uh, I'm just going to hit you
9: later <laughs> I know I know It's true
1: You're going to get it in the room If it
10: makes you feel any
9: oh. No 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 I'm staying with Dave
10: so You're going to get it get from Dave later. <laughs> <He's a
9: laughs> he says you like it.
10: He says I like it. That's what he says.
9: But she likes it. <laughs> she like said he, no. She likes it. But Topher said no, but he meant don't stop.
1: I feel Just, like this is a really bad romance real yeah. novel.
9: <laughs> this awkward silence <laughs> is brought to you in part by the cranky lawyer. When you have a choice of awkward silences, we hope you choose a cranky awkward silence.
10: <laughs> you start swearing
1: under your breath.
0: That might have to be a commercial on a show.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I got nothing else. I'm um, just loving my scotch at the moment. Yeah. So what
9: are you guys, who are you playing tomorrow? What armies oh. do you know?
1: Uh, I believe I'm playing Tom McClure. And he's got, playing orcs, orcs and savages mostly.
10: Yep. Yeah.
9: I hear he's like a... Not fun to play against yeah, yeah, all. He's a, yeah. a cockpuncher. He really nice. Oh, so you prefer him? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing. All right. How about you? Who are you playing
10: tomorrow? I've got Mike Ballard, which yep. is Ooh. one of our first fans.
6: <laughs>
0: you know, first like guy that was out. interacting <laughs> with us. So yeah, it's going to be great. Isn't fun. he also
9: your only fan?
0: We're up to like three or four. Got how, many,
9: five, how many profiles does he them. signed Over up
0: for 50
1: with. likes on Facebook.
0: Ooh. We paid for some of those, maybe.
1: I didn't. Oh. <laughs> now I feel cheap <laughs> and dirty. We, we, we keep telling people. We
0: keep you keep drinking, and then you'll know pool. cheap and dirty. Just Not take your John
9: flask.
10: Black. Well, I mean, I, maybe I, never got I had a prize? the Formic in here. We, no, when you we we wake, wake up 100, outside. 100 likes yet. Oh, so, okay. Well, I'll create some accounts.
1: We
0: hit that 100 that involves likes you in the using other. a computer, which you see right, yeah. <laughs> I got
10: a keyboard with one button on it. So
1: What is this machine with which clicks and words facilitate? Learning? Yeah, I'm a
10: Luddite. It's true.
1: I, I am too. I mean, you and I, I believe, are the only two people at this tournament that do not have an internet capable device. I think it can go You on don't the have internet. a computer? I haven't tried. I don't have a computer.
0: With them here. here.
9: I'm, I, I, you, weren't, you just said you didn't have a computer enabled device. Period. He, a, he probably internet. couldn't operate yeah, it anyways
0: I'm if it was
11: a
1: computer, so. no.
0: Internet,
9: I, computer, really something, it. something. Yeah. I ran out it's of AJ, alcohol. Yeah,
11: yeah. We're, not, we're not surprised.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am a as well. So that was really the intention. Well, I can get
10: to the dirty sites, and I can check my email, and that's about it. That's all the important that's stuff anyways. That's all I anyways.
1: need. Yeah. At work?
10: <laughs> How do you know that isn't my
9: work?
11: Well, you told me earlier that you
10: can
9: We know what, what you I look work. like.
1: No.
11: <laughs> oh.
9: Oh.
1: Good thing this isn't going on at Garage Hammer. <laughs> yeah, this is, a
0: is this family Friendly? Normally, yes, but the point, the last two point hammered sections that are going to go on the show is going to. This is going to be the
1: explicit version. Yeah, which probably wasn't that bad.
0: But if
9: you stop lobbing, lobbing softballs, I will stop hitting them.
1: <laughs> well, you, you always have like to have, have, have someone on. to be a catcher for you, cranky.
9: I'm sorry. I was still thinking about his balls. What did you say, Paul? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) There's really nothing I can do. Were you talking? Oh, Oh, I
10: love that. That was so great. (laughs) That's awkward silence number two. Yes. Again,
9: we know you have a choice of awkward silences. When you choose your awkward, awkward silence, please choose a cranky awkward silence.
1: So, Cranky, why are you wearing a shirt that says, Jesus hates chaos wars? I wear the truth. Okay, so that was um. a statement. I wasn't sure if it was an explanation, though. Like, did you have the, It looks like you had that made.
9: I did have this made. No, I went home and invented a shirt silk screening process and then weaved the shirt from the cotton I grew down in North Carolina, where I was born. I brought that home and then made this shirt... Strung, this is actually dark, dark blueberry, not black, from Maine blueberries. I dyed the shirt and then printed it. Yes, I had it made.
1: Oh, I was thinking that I was surprised you had time to get a law degree when you did all that work on that shirt.
9: <laughs> you know, some of my clients are surprised. Actually, they had uh, time a lot to get of law degree. surprised yeah, that yeah, he's able to quick. get a law degree. Especially when they you were a law little law. late, there, already said
10: it.
1: Oh, copycat. So do you just not like Chaos Wars?
10: No, he just doesn't
9: like law degrees.
1: Yeah. Didn't you hear him? No, I, I'm sorry, I'm not. Paul,
9: has were so you also thought. thinking about Christopher's balls, and you didn't hear?
1: I was thinking about trains of thought, and
10: Paul has a serious trains. listening. You problem. You were
9: thinking about trains of thought.
10: Yeah. One what train are you thinking about? I'm thinking about five, trains yeah, of thought. Speaking of away. trains of thought, I think this one has derailed a little bit. Really we we, we normally show, don't. don't. <laughs> I mean, if, any, if anyone doesn't
9: know the background story about Chaos Dwarves, is that. Christopher spent some time last year before bits, you know, hitting on my wife <laughs> over the internet, and he was a Chaos now you dwarf know that's <laughs> not true <laughs> because I can't function on the internet. So well, your, with well, the aid of Dave and the podcast, which goes out over the interwebs, uh-huh. uh, through a series of two, and at the time was he was a Chaos Dwarf player, was excited to play his Chaos Dwarves, and so I, you know, may have made some. Offhand comments about Chaos Dwarves <laughs> uh, I then got we, So we played a game the Friday before the And if
10: I seem to recall You floored me It was well, not yeah. I remember that. yeah this, was, this was not a close match This was Cranky built a list Shut down my magic phase And then proceeded to tap dance across my army It was bad times Nice, Unless you were a dwarf I agree yeah. And
9: then, uh, because of this, Ra- Ra- Robert like Elmer, <laughs> who was playing Chaos Dwarves last year a bit, yeah. d- grudged yeah. me, and I played Chaos Dwarves again first round last year, and I uh, stomped all over him as well. We, we do Surpri- sponsor not, not surprisingly. Of Elmer. Christopher has refused to play me this year with his Chaos Dwarves.
10: Actually, we were supposed to play together, but you were so tired on Friday night. Oh my! And goodness. why
9: was that? Uh, no,
10: no, no, no. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> <masturbating? laughs> Something about painting an army.
9: Yeah, I had to do a little bit, itty bitty painting when I flew in here.
0: I do, I do have to say, I'll give you credit. That is definitely past the Conzi standard for paint.
11: Coenzy standard is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that it is because if
7: <laughs> we
5: right. ended up playing, it's I was going to smack the upside in the head if it wasn't. All I hear about
3: On sports,
11: pretty sure Johnny's, Johnny's Beastmen don't <laughs> pass the Conesy It wasn't just Johnny's Sports, though, day. in that uh, particular
0: game that uh, got the dinging, but yeah, it didn't help. I definitely yeah. when you know, like, go to the table and like I, at Walk Pack, I dropped five, four, five hundred dollars to go to the event and then turn around and oh, hey, you splotch some paint on your models and that didn't set the mood very nice. And then yeah, you but What like if they just suck at and, painting? What if they
9: tried way harder than you did, and they suck at painting because you spent a bunch of money? They're not allowed to go to the tournament because they can't do better than their best.
1: I don't think
0: trust that was his me best, in this though. case. Yeah. This was this well,
9: was, this this saying, was splotch splotch, splotch, I splotch. I mean, this at a was, point you know, know that they clear. Do meet their their the best. minimum. You
11: know what I yeah. mean? Meet the minimum. But I guarantee at Wapaca. That guy has no chance of winning the tournament. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was it was after that game. Well, one thirty got one third that, of your scores, is game, scores. I was so mad just from the game too that I I went up and told Joe I was. it was the, probably the but, most but, miserable game Warhammer actually, I ever played.
9: Well, I understand that. I have recent experience with that sort of phenomenon. But there's the, the game. Nod. There's you know bad sports. There's you know a bad experience, and that's different than. The painting they can go together you can have a guy and it may not be surprising if he doesn't take the care to paint up his army or her army that they may not have the same attitude towards the tournament that you do but it's they're not necessarily connected and the way it sort of i sort of caught some of the things that you were had said when they were, may have been taken out of context but it would, when it came across a lot as you know if your painting isn't good enough i'm going to ding you on sports it's like
6: wait a minute they're getting
9: dinged on painting But if he's a great guy, you don't ding him on sports because his painting sucked, or he didn't have time to do it. I think think a great guy
0: makes up for uh, for that though in the game. So I would, you know, I would if if we was playing against a great guy, and I, you know, we 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 would then lead into the conversation about, hey, this is why my stuff's painted this way, and whatever. That conversation never happened in this game. Or why
11: didn't? Or why were you not able to get this? There was not even like an
0: apology. For it, or saying like, "Hey, I know my stuff." You know, you know, if I showed up with my stuff, not up, not up to what I felt was snuff or not up to what kind of like Swap pack is good. Especially Wap pack has got a reputation for them. Everything's well painted type stuff.
11: Because it's one
9: third of your score,
0: exactly, and you you just can't do well at that event without it.
9: So, yeah, but you, to I, mean, it I mean, I mean, I I hear what you're saying, and then you sometimes go one step further, like you said, like, you know. He, you said so – I thought I heard you say something about, you know, he didn't apologize to me for his pain. And it's like uh, – I mean
0: I, – I guess I think – for me personally, I think that's something I would do, and that's so, – so, so let I me jump say, in real, hey, real quick. Is-
11: so uh, just at a tournament um, recently, Bug Eater GT in Omaha. And what we, what we saw was I, – I didn't play this guy. But what we saw was a guy that played a pretty nasty dwarf list all shooting – Thoric, Anvil, and what what ended up happening was he had his three color minimum. I mean that was the rules. He had spray paint in black, and he had two other colors on his on his whole entire army, right? And he played one of my friends from Kansas City. What happened was he basically just shot my friend off the board. My friend was like, I came, I drove from Michigan to Omaha, Nebraska. That's Fucking drive. Sorry, my, excuse me. That's okay. 11, a drive? It's drive. Like, it's like an 11 hour drive, I think. I think is what he said. And you go to a grand tournament, not only to play Warhammer, but to play beautifully, not, I mean, fully painted armies, great opponents, you know, that are there to have fun, they're there to play games. But when you not only bring a kind of a cheesed out list, plus. You have two colors plus black on your army. It changes. It changes the game for you. So I, so,
9: I, I agree with you, but I bet it's the it's the it, it could have been a you know buy one of those paint uh, you know the blue table table painting or miniature painting authority or whatever. Blue table
11: is going to put all the colors. In the game. Yeah, yeah,
9: no, model. no, no. I understand that, but you could. But I bet it's the fact that the guy probably was <laughs> and played like one. And then you're thinking about all the things you want to criticize him for. And, you're like, and on top of that, his painting, I, w- I wonder how much of it is psychological. Where so, so the guy So, Frankie,
11: you're saying, yes. uh, I want sports to be
9: sports, and I want paint to be paint. And I want battle to be battle. Right. know. But I think that a lot of it probably is that it's just probably psychological. When you have a bad experience, you remember everything you don't like about the thing. And, and it may turn out that a guy who's not coming to the tournament with the attitude that have fun, he's so cranky, isn't there, no. uh, you he's know, spending kid. the time on the painting either. But they're independent things, but you're thinking about everything else. Whereas, if it's a great guy and there was a, a reason why, like, he, he moved, he had to grab this army, it was somebody else's, it's painted like crap, but his army got lost in the move. But he's a great guy, he's got the right attitude. You don't even really think about the fact that his army wasn't painted up that much because it was a good game, yeah, right. But when it, right. You remember that in it, an it, army wasn't. Paid, and also his. You remember army wasn't everything. Paid you very well. yeah, he didn't do this. And you no, know, I told him this stuff, and he didn't tell me anything. He was like, okay. And you couldn't. You know, he didn't tell you what he had in his army. Just started deploying stuff. You remember everything you don't like about it because it was a bad experience when you look back on it.
0: I yeah. completely agree with that. Now I will add that, in, and I and I think we tried to. I tried to expand spend on this. Ex, expand my thought on this is that first impressions, especially when you're meeting somebody for the first time, is a huge part of it. And and it's, you know, the clothes you wear, the, you know, the giant beard I have, whatever the, you know, being a massive guy the I am. The tickler. Know. Yeah, the tickler. And, you know, when you walk up to the table and you see that, I mean, that's an instant impression. Then if you have those other negative components, it really, and it, for me personally, it stands out. It's a, one of the, it, it, it already sets me off. In kind of a, a negative context.
9: But, but am I right? Think about the other complaints your friend had about the guy. Were they all there, too, in terms of he wasn't a nice guy. He was being a bit of a dink on stuff that you can be a dink on. Was it there, too?
11: Yeah, I mean, those things were there. I mean, no, it,
9: but, I, mean that's, I think it's, it's like if, if you ignore the bad army, you come up to someone, we get – Vibes at the tournaments. You're sort of like, well, this guy. Did he have a bad game last time? What? And you, you, get, you get that initial oppression even without the arm. Like, was he you know? up
11: tall three drinking, and he's still hung over? Well, that's most of us, right? That's me, but I also start drinking it when I wake up. So I'm instead of hung over, I'm drunk, buzzed the rest of the day. Excellent. No, I
0: was – I mean, today was a like perfect time. I was very aware of that, and I apologized in every single one of my games. That you were, were drunk? You apologized? I was – No, I wasn't drunk, apologize. but I was very hungover this morning, very it's tired. Forever. Even my, like, third game, I couldn't even – I couldn't see the dice. It was so blurry-eyed.
11: So.
9: No, what do you – Well, that's behavior? a so, I I think think that that was a ones. problem,
11: actually. Your third game, you were so blurry-eyed? I was really blurry-eyed. I was so tired. May, was, they may see. or may not be a – legitimate issue that you may need to get checked out at a hospital i was tired
0: Seven. i need to sleep nothing to do or glasses. glasses no i normally see pretty good just not when i had you know sub four hours of sleep and and hangover
9: <laughs> don't be talking to me about of sleep all right <laughs> i'm
0: very I, i'll point this out i mean I, I i'm on a diet now i was really having problems i my weight got to the point where i was having problems making it through an eight-hour workday, staying awake. So I eat my change of diet. I've dropped 10 pounds nice. since I started the diet.
9: Romaine lettuce.
0: I eat a bunch of romaine. Eat, eat. That's what romaine, I'm doing. Romaine, spinach. I like eat uh, nothing. A lot of fruit, carrots. It's, it's a big change, but it's, it's changed my energy levels. But even still, doing the four hours of sleep thing, it's still, I'm not healthy enough to... You can't crank that out like a twenty-eight-year-old well, specimen give me, give like myself. This time next year, four, pro, I'm
9: hoping th- three, three days in it. a row. of it is when it hits. You, you know, used to be never mattered. And then you know, it's like, well, the first time you do it, you're like well, I flew in here, I had a lot of painting to do. Stayed up to three. A lot of painting, oh, really. An army, a lot. An army. Okay. <laughs> three day, So three, three, three thirty. The first morning, get up at seven, start again. Went to bed at four on for, Thursday night. Got up at eight. Started painting some more, came over here and set up, painted some more. You missed so then much we basketball. Then you wake up this morning and it was like, there was basketball? Is it over? Oh, the finals are <laughs> over now. Yeah, you missed <laughs> a lot of it, though. Crap, they won. Oh, sorry. Um, you know, the first night, oh, this is going to be fine. I don't need a lot of sleep. The second night, I was like, oh, this wasn't a very good idea. And then last night, I was like, I haven't had anything to drink, and I feel drunk. Yeah. it was. It's kind of cool, though. Well, think about it. It's like you don't have to huff. You just stay up. Stay up for three days. You'll feel high.
11: <laughs> and awesome. then you add it And then you're like Whoa Super high
0: <laughs> I don't know I, I definitely I mean we're You know I got to, I get the 24 hours of gaming I got coming up here I've got to You, you got to start, just start, shape. Shape. start Training start man I'm training, training. now I got to get my you're body Training that shape. body can yours. That
11: hours.
9: You, six, you, you rock a six pack That's it You need to change rock. The theme song for you To the Rocky Training theme song You need to get in shape I put that
0: in a recent episode <laughs> it's the I Eye of the, the Tire <laughs> the? The Paul, I, I thought I explained you now
9: And
11: you're better for it <laughs> <laughs> Of course He's a point he's Raj, Raj
0: maintains a 99.9% uptime uh, I disagree.
10: I
11: disagree. I'm
0: up <laughs> more more beer than Raj. Where did
10: they take that outside with them? Which one of you is gonna beer me? <laughs> I,
11: I'm do a beer from the Raj actually.
0: <laughs> You'll like it. I think we're gonna take a break here, and so I can save this long segment off and have fun editing this crazy episode 14. Thanks for uh, getting me on the show. Conzi, thanks to all you guys for being on.
9: You are the Rome. most. Thanks know. for joining Team Cranky. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, gonna we're still we number can. one because no one else has joined up yet. Numero <laughs> uno.
0: We're gonna. We're gonna somehow get past that zero, big goose egg in our donation pile. So there's this button.
9: It says donate.
0: Click here.
11: Donate. Yeah, Sean.
0: Do that. Do it now. All right. Thanks a lot, and thank. Thank, Thank you for coming out uh, and being on the show.
11: Yeah, yeah, Cranky, awesome that you came all the way from Maine to... Nah, no, I wouldn't miss it. And twice, in, two years in a row. Yeah.
0: And uh, Topher Early for being on the show, Ryan, and everybody else that's
9: been sitting here that... I, thanks, I folks, you for having me on. I don't know your names all. <laughs> you know, the guy there with the backward hat and, yeah. and the great t-shirt over here. Yeah, the yeah.
0: guy. And no thanks to Paul for be here yes. peace out yep peace out later Okay, folks, I want to go ahead and just thank you all for listening. Really had a great time at Blood in the Sun. I think you hear it in all the interviews. Uh, Everybody had a great time. There's just not nothing to be said about this event. Mr. Grant Fetter, Chris Yu, and the gang, they really pulled off uh, an amazing tournament here. It was a ton of fun. Looking forward to being there next year again and making this one of those ones that I just don't miss for anything. So I really had a good time. I want to, th- again, thank all you guys. I will go ahead and continue coverage in the oncoming week of my Blood in the Sun experience on the Konesy's Diary as I recap each player's army lists that I played against and give some of my thoughts about their lists, both positive and maybe some comments critical feedback as well. I want to go ahead and also just take this time to thank our sponsors. I don't think we clipped that at the beginning of the show, but that would include Misty Mountain Games and Diversions in Madison, Wisconsin, off Cottage Grove Road, where you can pick up and just about any game under the sun, if it's not on the shelf, you can go ahead and get it special ordered. Ben and the gang at Misty Mountain are great to deal with, and they have the probably the largest game space in uh, Madison available for gameplay anytime you want to just stop in and play a game. Last square over on Odana Road. It's kind of the miniatures authority in Madison, Wisconsin. They have pretty much everything under the sun that you could think of that you'd want to buy as a from historicals to, you know, Romans, Greeks, you know that kind of thing to World War 2 and World War 1 type stuff, Civil War miniatures, model railroading, all your Warhammer Fantasy, 40K, Mantic Games, Privateer Press, you name it, they've got it on the shelves. It's great you go in there, it's just a, it's just humbling, you know, they got cases with painted minis in it. It's just it's just like miniatures heaven. On top of that, Last Square's got a great blog they've opened up. And also, their, check out their online store. If you're, even if you're not in the Madison area, you can get everything last square sells at great discounted prices. So go ahead and check the last square out. On top of that, our last sponsor for the show, the Wisconsin Warhammer Fantasy Battles League, www.whfb.com. The Wisconsin Warhammer Fantasy Battles League is probably the biggest reason why the Conzi's still around and and in the hobby after all these years it's how i've met and hooked up with all the folks that i've come to know over the years as well as part of being involved with the wisconsin warmer fantasy battles league if you're in the wisconsin or or greater even the midwest area uh check out the wisconsin warmer fantasy battles league at www.whfb.com that was www.whfb.com WHFB.com. Oof, that was a lot of W's for all your information about games being played and going on in the Midwest, in the Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa area. I want to go ahead and at this point, we had a couple of segments there that were clipped, and I want to apologize first to Alex for having to clip that segment as much short as I did for the Screw City GT. We wanted to go ahead and promote that event. Wisco Dice is going to be there. We're going to go ahead and do a Saturday night recording just like we did for Blood in the Sun. Unfortunately, the audio quality on that wasn't nothing to do with, obviously, Alex's end, but something I had here with the mixer set up and studio set up that just allowed the sound quality to be kind of bad and... So I clipped that down, but I still got all the important points out. Thanks, Alex, for taking the time for that interview. We have a couple other final things to announce. First off, uh, Merry Mayhem 2012 was announced at Blood in the Sun. You've heard me talk about Merry Mayhem in years past and what we've done for the event. This year, we're opening up Merry Mayhem to three days. So we're going to have a Friday, we should have Friday evening, Saturday, and Sunday activities going on for Merry Mayhem. Friday evening is going to be pretty much open gaming. We're going to try to work out so we can get some demos or intros going on at the store that night, as well as some just, you know, games that nobody regularly plays. So maybe we'll get some Mantic going on or Malifaux or something like that. Something that, you know, Paul and I don't normally play, but something that will be a lot of fun. On top of that, we'll move into Saturday. Saturday we're doing two tournaments at the same time, just like we did last year. We will be offering a Warhammer Fantasy walk pack a primer. It's gonna be three rounds, two thousand points. And then on we're also going to offer a privateer press event. The details are going to be forthcoming, but it'll be something kind of crazy and wild and special. I know last year with the wheel of random caster silliness that was just Awesome! It was crazy to watch those guys gather around that wheel and buy re rolls or respins on the wheel and stuff if they got a caster they didn't like. So we're expecting something crazy and wild like that to come back this year. We're going to move into Sunday then. Sunday at at Merry Mayhem we will see a Warhammer 40k event. Uh, I believe this will be a full blown tournament, probably somewhere around the fifty to sixty player mark. We have the points level is undetermined as well. We should have that more details on the 40K and Privateer Press events by the time Episode 15 comes out. On top of that on Sunday, Fantasy Guys, you want to lay over and hang out, we will be offering a, War, a Warhammer Fantasy Monster Mash. So bring your favorite Warhammer Fantasy Monster and play on the Monster Mash table. Your monster dies, you're out. You play until you're out, everybody... That's out. Eric will play. You know, till there's one last monster standing. That last monster, the player who's playing that's going to get a prize. And we'll play this two, three times. We're also going to do probably uh, chariot races or some similar craziness. So I know we. I know some of you folks have heard about some of the crazy fun that goes on with some of the things that they've done in other events around the country, around this, not only this country but uh, overseas. This is just going to be. Just a day of those kind of fun games. We'll try to wrap that up, you know, around three or four. So if you want to lay over for the Saturday, Sunday evening, say you're coming in from out of town like Minnesota or, you know, Southern Illinois or whatever, and it's really too much of a drive, we're going to give you plenty of activities to fill up your full weekend. So if you want to come in Friday a little early, we'll have activities that evening we're going to continue with activities and uh, you know the Warhammer fantasy stuff for Saturday. We will have a massive charity raffle Saturday. Attendance is required for the charity raffle. We are not opening this up to internet vent- or internet sales. Uh, as much as that would probably help drive the uh, amount of money we would we would raise, we want to be able to go ahead and guarantee that those people that actually make it to Mayhem get to go ahead and participate in the raffle, and they're the ones that are getting their chances at winning. So attendance will be required for that, but the grand prize for the Warhammer Fantasy raffle will be a 2,000-plus point Warhammer Fantasy Army of Chaos Warriors. So that's kind of exciting. Anyways, i to go ahead and wrap up the show. I hope you guys enjoyed all the coverage we provided of Blood in the Sun. Uh, Looking forward to doing this again for Screw City GT in September, I believe that was. And then we'll go ahead and the next major event we'll cover will be RockCon. So, speaking of RockCon, I think you heard earlier we were talking to Cranky. We get that, we hit, Paul and I both hit our $100 fundraising goals. We will be recording a game being played at about t- hour 22 or 23. So if you if you get folks remember back to, like, episode 3 of The Argument, well, this will be kind of like that, except us playing a game. We'll go ahead and air that probably, for the most part, unedited the fo- the following day, as soon as we are both have enough uh, go left to go ahead and actually post our funness. So please help out Team Cranky. Please help out the... Uh, Wisconsin Children's Hospital, help us out, meet our fundraising goals. goals. 100 bucks each, it's only $200 U.S., that's really not that much. And without your help, without the help of the listeners, we're not going to be able to make our goals. So we want to be able to help these great hospitals out and go Team Cranky. I want to go ahead and point out that Dugendell Studios is moving from out of my basement. We are getting some dedicated room in my house. We've actually opened up a whole room for the studio. Now, because of this, Wisco Dice is going to go ahead and have to take on and has been going after some sponsors. We are also happy to do shout-outs. If you got something you want us to go ahead and read, you got an event or whatever that you're wanting us to push, or you just want us to shout-out, you want me to... Go ahead and lay out a shout-out so I can insult Paul with your shout-out. That's more, I'm ha- more than happy to do that. So we'll go ahead and take those shout-outs. I think everybody else pretty much in the Internet world does like $10 for a shout-out. That's what we do. You can go ahead and catch all of the information at the bottom of the main Wisco Dice page at wiscodice.com for sponsoring the show. And we are going to go ahead and also buy when we move into the new room We're going to have to buy all sorts of craziness, you know, besides desks and tables and furniture for the studio. We're really trying hard to make it feel like you're in Warhammer, about Warhammer, and doing Warhammer when you sit down in the studio. So it's getting all decked out with all sorts of cool dwarvish-type stuff and pictures and maps all over the walls. So we're really, really excited about that. And, again, that really comes from us wanting to do that and, you know, myself wanting to really give us that kind of space and keep really putting back into the show has come from all the feedback that you, you folks have given us so far, whether those are iTunes reviews, interactions with us on Twitter, you know, emails and forum posts that you put up. Finally, you thought I was done, but I've got one more major announcement major announcement. We'll go into that 100 likes on Facebook. That's still an ongoing contest. We're at 57 likes last I looked, so we're slowly creeping up there. I know a bunch of you folks have Facebook accounts and are listening to the show, so make sure you go ahead and get those likes in. But that's not the major announcement we've got. Our sponsor, Misty Mountain Games, has given us two passes to Games Day Chicago to give away to a lucky listener. How are you going to be able to get get in for this drawing? Well, that's easy, folks. What we're asking is that you go ahead onto the Wisco Dice forums and post something up in one of our hobby sections whether that's a terrain project or a tutorial on how you painted something or just some pics even of your current projects, you need to go ahead and go to wiscodice.com, go to a click on the link for our forum, and then go ahead and add uh, some meaningful content. It can't just be a blank post saying, hey, I want my content entry." You need to put something meaningful there. Something that adds content that we're going to be able to share and interact with and get discussions going. That can either go in the miniatures and painting section or the terrain and battlefields. Uh, We're kind of excited to go ahead. And and one of the things that we really like pushing is that hobby end of the game. And so we want to go ahead and hear what you guys have to say. And maybe we'll get inspired off of your comments for some of our own projects. When episode 15 releases, we will have a drawing for that. That should be, man, this guy should have thought this out. All right, we will be doing the drawing for these tickets on July 14th. You don't have a lot of time to get your posts in. One lucky listener will get free Games Day passes to this year's Games Day Chicago. So if you don't have your passes even, or even if you do, make sure you get your posts on. Go ahead and help us. Get some ideas for inspiration. All right, folks. That being said, those are all of our contests, all of our things we had to cover. I want to go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks for listening. See you next year at Blood in the Sun. Yes, yes, Blood in the Sun. That was a great tournament. I, I wish I would have been able to go.
9: It would have been great to have a fan. Blood in the Sun. Oh, yeah. I would have showed him one four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: okay fan peace out folks